Welcome to the She Surrenders podcast. I'm Sherry, and I want to share everything I can with you about recovery and what happens when you surrender your addiction to God and say yes to a whole new life. Now let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the podcast. Kind of exciting. I'm Sherry, and you're listening to the very first episode of the She Surrenders podcast. Thanks for being here. And I just wanted to come on and share with you what this podcast is all about and why I'm doing this. So we'll start with what this podcast is not about. And it's not about doing 12 steps or any other organized recovery program already in place. I am a true believer of doing what works best for you to get sober and stay sober or whatever it is that's holding you back from the life that God has planned for you. What you will hear are stories about addiction and how people, mostly women, use their faith to get sober and stay sober, along sometimes with another program. But there's a common thread, a common theme here, and that's do it with God. She Surrenders is about the beauty that happens after you put down the drink. I will always refer to alcohol here but you can apply it to whatever else has hijacked your life or that of someone else's that you love. It could be food, pills, alcohol, a behavior, possibly a relationship, something that you want God to intervene in and help you move on from, to be freed from this pain that keeps you stuck. Only you know what that is for you. For me, it was alcohol, and that addiction kept me prisoner for many years until I did surrender it to God and was able to move forward. I went to AA for a while, and when I was dipping my toes in the waters a little bit, I heard the phrase white-knuckle sobriety often, which means you're done drinking, but you're not doing any other work to stay sober. You're not drinking, but you're not changing. You're not changing spiritually and emotionally where it counts. And this is not where you're going to find the joy in sobriety. You have to be willing to embrace the whole package. To be honest, I was really scared. I didn't want to change. I just wanted to stop drinking. I thought I was fine the way I was. I didn't want to change anything else but my drinking habits. How'd that work for you, Sherry? Well, let me tell you, it was an epic fail. Many, many, many times. More day ones than I could possibly count. So when I said to God, I surrender, I'm done, and I'll do whatever you want and whatever it takes. I had to surrender without my long list of terms and conditions as to how I was going to do this. I was as broken and as far down in the bottom of a pit I did not think I would ever get out of. And along with that, I was flat on my face and I said, God, I will do whatever you ask me to do. I give up. And that was it. Now, at the time, I thought that simply meant quit drinking. And I was wrong. He had quite a plan, a plan that continues to unfold in front of me every day. All that he asked is that I be open to the journey ahead. I was scared. I had no idea what life was going to look like. So I trusted, sometimes minute minute. My pastor recently said, we don't need to know the plan, just the next step. 
And it's so true. I didn't have any idea what the plan was, but God did. All I had to do was keep stepping forward little by little. He led me slowly because his plan was definitely not mine. Had I known the plan, I probably would have ran the other way, probably straight to the liquor store. Thank goodness he didn't show me the big picture right away because I know I couldn't wrap my head around it in early sobriety. I just wasn't ready because his plan was for me to recover out loud and to talk about the very thing that I had been hiding for so long. My worst nightmare was anyone finding out that I was an alcoholic and now he wanted me to tell people. Somehow it happened, very slowly, but it happened. He opened the door for me to speak at an event in my community. I started a blog, and I'm being honest with you when I say that when I hit publish, I wanted to throw up every single time. It got easier, it got better, because God was right there. He never left my side. I just had to trust and not think any further ahead than the moment. It wasn't up to me to analyze or wonder, where is this going? I just had to keep taking that step forward in faith. As I got further into recovery, I knew it was going to stick because this time I was recovering differently, I should say. But I was I was doing it with God and I was doing it his way. And he was giving me so much strength, strength I didn't have to find in myself. I'm often asked, how did you know that that was your end, that that was your last drinking episode that last time. How did you know? And I think about that. Well, when did it become apparent that I wasn't going to carry a water bottle full of vodka around in my purse? When did I decide I wasn't going to hide empties in my closet? Because honestly, it's not just drinking. There's so much drama that goes along with it that how did I know? Because it was a big deal. Life was going to change hugely. And it kind of came down to this. And it's really hard for me to explain, but every time I drank, I felt guilty. Not just because of all the people I was letting down, but I knew I was letting God down. Like he was like sighing in frustration, like, oh, geez, I'm going to have to wait for her again. Because I knew that he had a plan for me. And that every time I went back to drinking, I was delaying his perfect plan for me. I knew it was done for good, even though it was hard because I felt this peace in me. It was time to move on. It surrendered on his terms, not mine. And the instructions were simple. Don't drink and stay close to God in everything you do. Was it hard? Yes, it was hard. Sometimes I think about this, though. I think it would have been harder to keep drinking. It was easier to quit drinking than to try and keep up the facade of the double life I had. And don't get me wrong, I didn't do it perfectly. There were times I wanted to hurt anyone and everything that crossed my path. Just like the grieving process, I went through so many stages. And because I was grieving, I was mourning the loss of what I thought was my best friend. Speaking of friends... I knew there had to be other women of faith that were recovering silently or trying to get sober and they were doing it alone. I too had bought into the lie that the devil had been whispering in my ear, you call yourself a Christian? He would hiss. You should be ashamed. This doesn't happen to women who love the Lord. I had to overcome those lies 
And I knew other women had to as well. This lie that as women of faith, we carry even more shame and guilt than the average addicted women. Woman, sorry. I did a lot of hard work and spent so much time talking with God. I asked him, Lord, where are my people? Where are the other women that have given in to the sin of addiction? I can't find them. So I listened to another nudge and I created the online community of She Surrenders. I wanted to encourage women of faith to share their addiction with me so together we could go forward in the life that God intends for us. And selfishly, I wanted their support as well. It started with the blog and then we became a Facebook group. And now here we are in another step in this journey. Let's do a podcast because here we're talking and we're sharing our stories. And that is what I clung to, especially in early sobriety. I just wanted to hear that other women had done this too. And now I want you to hear from other women that have done this as a journey of faith. I hope you find hope here, either for yourself or for someone else that's an act of addiction, someone you love, that you too will find true joy in recovery. Because here's the thing, I don't say joy lightly. It's not just an easy sentence. It doesn't just sound nice because here's the thing, when I feel joy, I am experiencing joy like nothing I could have ever imagined. I feel everything now, good and bad, no liquid cushion, but the good far outweighs it all. And I'm overcome sometimes with so much emotion because he has saved me from my personal hell. And that's where I stand every day. I owe my sobriety completely to him and all the people he put alongside me to help me fight this. And while programs and rehabs are great tools, nothing could have saved me from myself like he did. One of my favorite verses is 2 Corinthians 7, verse 11. And now isn't it wonderful all the ways in which this distress has goaded you closer to God? You're more alive, you're more concerned, more sensitive, more reverent, more human, more passionate, more responsible, looked at from any angle, you've come out of this with purity of heart. It's my hope and prayer that if you take away anything from myself and the many others that we'll be sharing here, it's this. Recovery is possible. There is a way out. And God loves you way too much for you to stay stuck in this pit. You were made for more and you know this. And you need to be open to the journey he's going to take you on. I want to close with this quote from Andy Stanley I came across recently. Your primary goal should be to live in an ongoing state of surrender, acknowledging that without the intervention of the Holy Spirit, you will be defeated by the power of sin. If there is a singular theme that emerges from the entirety of Scripture, it is this. Through relationship with God, man is finally capable of doing that which he was incapable of doing on his own. That last sentence, that theme that he says is emerging from scripture, I'm going to replace my name with the word man. And I encourage you to do the same. So now it reads this. Through relationship with God, Sherry is finally capable of doing that which she was incapable of doing on her own. Put your name in there. It's powerful. So that's what we're doing here. 
We're sharing what happens when you give it to God, when you surrender, and then you use your pain to empower someone else. So thanks for being here, listening to my little intro. And if you want to know more, I won't keep talking. I'll just send you over to my website at shesurrenders.com. And you'll find blogs, resources, community, links to our social media. And then I ask that you come back here for more faith-based recovery talk. Thanks, and we'll see you back here soon. Thanks for listening. I invite you to shesurrenders.com, where you will find your community for faith-based recovery. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please like and subscribe. Thanks again, and we'll see you back here soon.